lady and lady and gentleman. Singular. Yeah. Here we are. How's everybody doing today? Yo, you look hit. Bro. You all right? Yeah, bro. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. You went and saw it last night? Yeah. You didn't need it in your life? I did not need that in my life. <laughs> Shout out to Earth Gang though. Zeke FaceTimed me when it was at V103. And I did not pick up because I was seeing it. But you would have much rather been seeing Earth Gang. Absolutely. What? Much better a much better movie. Manland's a much better album than is a movie. Like and you don't feel like you're gonna far. die at the end. Nah, Nick. What? <laughs> <laughs> you want to like live more when you listen to Earth Gang? After, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You want a second life? So it was cool. Shout out to them. Shout out to Maryland. Shout out to Atlanta. What about you? It was a pretty good week, all in all. Yo, we got to see you at a panel. Hey, my dog Christina came out on That's Tuesday. Actually, both of y'all came out on a Tuesday. So it was a real podcast situation because job been missing the action. You don't see him too often. I mean, yeah, now here I yeah, and I, 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 I popped up in the flesh. Yeah, nah, yo, so nah, support to the homies. looking like a podcast. Yeah, we did look like a podcast in there. For a half a second. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you, you left early, which is great. Cause it's like how my energy is leave early as possible. <laughs> right, right. Get out. Get, get in. Get, get, out. Like, get in. Oh get out. God, yes. But it was cool. It was on behalf of One Music Fest mm-hmm. and the National Museum of African American Music. Music. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. That was a lot of letters. I was trying to think. I mean, my yeah, mind. I was seeing no, the letters. I, I was like, so long. Like I could see the acronym in my head, but I don't always make it. Right. 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 It's a lot. It's a lot. But it was cool. It was very cool. Shout out to Pandora. Shout out to Pandora, yeah. They have a cool space down here. I don't know if yeah. anyone listening to this will get a chance to uh, visit the Pandora office here in Atlanta, but they have a really cool space, and they've been doing a lot of cool events, uh, live interview, artist events. I think they've done Common, Jadena, mm-hmm. uh, Jeezy, Crit. Right. Uh, it's probably somebody I'm leaving out, but they've done a lot of cool events, and I'm looking forward to seeing how they and other streaming services take to Atlanta. Well, Jao, you did miss a pivotal moment in that office history. Uh-oh. Where, because Yo had the privilege of sitting in between DJ Drama and my other podcaster in crime, Regina. Gang, gang. The question was, what is the one artifact that you would like to see at this upcoming museum? And I feel like, Yo, you have oh. to say it. Oh. I said a Popeye chicken sandwich. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. That was, was for like, you, what bro. does that have to do with music? And you were like, it's the album of the year. Yeah, it's everything. For sure. Yeah, yeah, Popeyes yeah, yeah, yeah. have to do everything, like marketing and promotion and PR is all rap music. Can we get a, like bronze plated chicken sandwich? We man? should. Like, we really should. I wouldn't be like, I, there's some things that like hip hop has been. Um, like incorporated to that it's like okay this is kind of corny but I wouldn't actually mind seeing like a diamond studded Popeye's chicken sandwich on like T-Pain's chain. What if Popeye's had its own award ceremony? Oh tell me more. Where you just give out multiple bronzed Popeye's. Like a Grammy Mm. but it's a sandwich. A Grammy but it's a sandwich. At this point I think the sandwich is more valuable than the Grammy. I think so too. They're not sold out of Grammys. They're sold out of sandwiches. Right. Very true. Yeah. Very true. This is true. I don't know how you came to that conclusion, but it's true. Nowadays, that's all that matters. You know, clearly coming. How you get there isn't really the point. It's just that you come to a conclusion. Absolutely. Uh, and also, I feel like related to what we're going to be talking about today, 
the Grammys took a really long time to recognize some of the works that we come to discuss a lot because it took how, however many years to recognize mixtapes as an art form, what? Yeah. for example, yeah. streaming available, streaming only, you know, releases as an art form. That's crazy. I'm I love saying. a good segue. I tried. I, lo- I love a good segue. <laughs> we can go from Popeye's chicken sandwiches to Grammys to mixtapes. I'm <laughs> all for it every day of the week, twice Why, on thank Sundays. You. Hey, man. Thank you. But to that point, we are here today to talk about uh, Rich Gang, the tour. Part, part one, one. Specifically, part one specifically. Part one specifically. Um, I guess before we go into it, do you feel like this was a tape that needed a part two? Mm, well, I hadn't listened to the leaks. Okay. So I feel like depending on whether you listen to the leaks or not, you may come across come off with a different opinion. Right. I know you'll listen to the leaks. Did you listen to Leach, yeah? I listened to some of the leaks. I didn't hear all uh, of the leaks. Yeah. No, I say that because in my mind, I'm like, mm, maybe not. But yo, you were saying that the leaks had some like major potential. Yeah, I think they confirmed for me that Rich Gang wasn't a flash in the pan moment. They could have been a thing that lasted. Oh my God, yes. They could have been a thing. They had material, they had style, they had everything. They had great chemistry. Incredible chemistry. And it's weird that two, I can't recall two brand new artists. Like two random brand new artists too. You know what I'm saying? They had that kind kind of chemistry, yeah. I won't say they're random in the sense of collaborations, but you both from Atlanta, you do two different kinds of music. Right. It's kind of random. Yeah, like for you, you two to make a, a project together is random, and it. I guess it was one of those things too, where usually, I mean, you see like Drake and Future do a collaboration thing, but that's like yep. years down the road. Yep. It's like out yeah. the gate, like because right. I wasn't even really on this project. Like drop, you do a New York Times, not New York Times, but um, they did an interview, and then dropped like a music video. Like, okay. there's so much out. Just, like, out the gate. Yeah, yeah like, out the gate. Mm. That's impressive. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you have so much music out. You have so much, like, you're presenting constantly. Like, we have to catch up. Yeah. Honestly, that's how it feels with them. And Quan was... was who do you think was bigger at that time? Quan was the, big. Quan was bigger. Like, I think... Was yeah. Like, yeah, I felt like... Quan was coming out of out from type of way. Right. And I remember that single mostly because of the street committee. Like I remember one day driving through downtown Atlanta and seeing that street sign, that 10 foot street sign advertising Rich Homie Quan type of way. And I was like, oh, I should check out that single. I should, that's listen, last, I should listen to that's this. That's the last time I felt convinced by one of those signs, to be honest with you. And so like I went, but yeah, I felt like Rich Homie Quan is coming after that. And he had several other singles after that, like, I think walkthrough. Yeah, yep. walkthrough. walkthrough yep. Uh-huh. Yep, yep, yep. was just before Rich Gang, and then meanwhile with Young Thug, people were trying to decipher him still. Yeah, yeah. At at that point, I still wasn't like. I, at that point, I recognized Thug as a thing that was happening because yeah. he was all up and down the timeline. He was like, "Who is this guy with all of these guns with these really, really tight jeans on?" Thanks. So, like, yes. the the mocking of Young Thug was going on, and it oh, was yeah. like I saw his face all over the place. But I wasn't really listening to the music. And the thing I think I realized listening to this album was that I think, I, although I crossed over eventually, I think that like. Thug and I think I might even said this before on here about Twenty One Savage. I felt like that was like 
the line of like old man demarcation. Yeah, like pivotal. Where I, where I felt like I couldn't, not that I was anti, but I was just like, maybe this, I never thought I would be beyond certain music, but I'm like, maybe this just isn't for me. And I don't consider myself one of those people. Uh-huh. Like, I try to give everything a chance and I feel like I can take to a lot of different music if I like, if it's good. Mm-hmm. But I was like, maybe this isn't my thing. Well, there was an another old man demarcation and I'm not sure whether this was before or after Rich Gang, but the moment when Rich Homie Quan said he didn't know any Biggie lyrics. Oh my God. Yeah, that I felt like that yeah. was a moment what? too. That was Hot 97, wasn't it? Was that yeah. with you, bro? It wasn't V13, so it had to be Hot 97. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But that was another one of those moments where maybe it, maybe if you like type of way, just fine. It was like that still felt like disrespectful because nobody, apparently, none of the old heads ever bothered to do math and figured out like Ever. maybe Rich Homie Quan wasn't. Alive, alive. Or, like, <laughs> or, yeah. or like he was like what right four three when right, like right, right. biggie died in 97 what year would think it was kwan's born like 90? if a toddler knows big papa i'm concerned yeah like that's just not the song that you think they're gonna like really no. take to first right 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 but yeah no i remember the moment i first heard young thug actually um I had come out of a Metro Boomin interview. This is when Metro, I don't know if he had technically turned 20 yet, but he was still a baby. Okay. And um, his manager, Rico Brooks, he had escorted me to the studio. So like he was taking me back to my car and there was another R&B singer he was working with like in the front seat. So you hear, um, I forget whether it was Stoner or Danny Glover. It might've been Stoner, but like the R&B singer in the front, like just burst out laughing. Cause she was like, what is this? Right. What is this? And so they're like talking and they're going about it and they're like, we don't like, what is this? Like, they're just trying to wrap their heads around it. And the only thing I could think to say in that moment was like, well, it caught your attention though. Absolutely. Yeah. Is the thing. And I feel mm. like that's been the appeal behind young thug is that like his voice has been so attention grabbing that no matter how you feel about what he's actually saying, like, I don't know. You're just going to be drawn to it. Yeah, no, I think that's, I think that's fair. Like, you know, I guess a, a big part of artists getting noticed nowadays, or at least the way people perceive artists getting noticed today is through trolling and like doing stuff just to make Social a scene. Social media. Social media yes, and, and all that kind of thing. And like, even though Thug was running around with like very tight pants and guns, I never felt like he was necessarily trolling. Or it, it wasn't a thing of like, I'm doing something crazy to get attention, but as attention grabbing as whatever you thought of his antics, his music kind of held the course of that too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Right, right. I remember listening to, I think this was A3C, shit, it must have been 2017. Yeah. Okay. 18, maybe. No, I think it was seven. What? Well, let me see. I think it was 17. It was the year. No, it had to be 17 because it was, sadly, it was Combat Jack's last A3C, but he was interviewing uh, A-Track. Wow. Yes. yes and yes. he wow. was talking to A-Track about you know who he was working with. And A-Track had a lot to say about Thug just as far as, you know, how innovative he felt he was and, you know, vocal intonations and, and that whole thing. Mm-hmm. And at the time when Thug came out, as melodic as rap has become, I don't think people were all the way ready for that at that time. I don't think so either. How can you be ready? Yeah, for yeah I don't even know what you do to prepare yourself like to that, hear Young Thug for the first time. That innovative, that thoughtful. Like, nah, you really can't prepare for it. 
But the thing is that Thug was rapping. Like even oh, though yeah. people wrote it off as like, like this weird voice thing. When you listen to this album, like he's rapping his ass off. Javanji like, is insane. Yeah, like hey, I don't. That's a hell of a way to start a project. Right. Well, let's be clear. The hell of a way to start the project is baby saying the words "gold turlets." <laughs> like, like I think at that, I feel I like that I intro was like baby really trying to get at Puff. I almost feel like it was like a Puff diss track on some like because Puff is like the heavyweight champion of shit talkers. I feel like as far as okay. hip hop records go, I feel like he's recognized as that person. Yeah, and there was some immaculate shit talk that baby gave us on the intro of this project. So when he's peering out the window, like rubbing his hands, mm-hmm. you're thinking that he's gazing out at Puff, being like, I'm gonna go get I'm, you. I'm gonna I'm, I'm get you. Like, you over you. there dancing in your fur and all of that, and uh, I'm looking out the window like, yeah, no, I got Oh, uh, okay, okay. I, I want to see this movie. Yeah. I would very much like to see this movie. This Batman movie. Batman versus Superman. Exactly. But Birdman versus Puff. I'm for that. Yes. I'm very, very for that. Birdman's gonna win in the streets. Uh, Puff's gonna win like the industry settings are we sure that Birdman's gonna win in the streets i think so puff has been involved with murder i think puff is definitely wayne enterprises though let's be clear okay yeah so yeah 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 yeah. let's be clear good good point i want to i want to raise a note about the rich gang album there's a lot of DJs on here. <laughs> oh my a God. lot of DJs. drops. Yeah. I a don't, lot of drops. I didn't remember any of that, but I, maybe at that time it didn't feel like anything to remark upon. Right. Yeah, at all. Like, it's been five years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, in the five years, mixtapes have changed dramatically. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Everything like, has changed. The landscape that this project came out under is totally different it's so than different. how they're living right now. Absolutely. So that's what like a big thing is when you hear it, you can hear, oh man, y'all were in a different place. Yeah. Lyrically, financially, and like <laughs> as people. Right. <laughs> Everything's different. Yeah. Re listen re listening to this album was so funny because like you said, Birdman comes in. And then Greg Street comes in. And I, Yo, I right. wasn't expecting Greg Street <laughs> yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah, I, I remember at all. he was yeah, there. No. I was like, okay, that's awesome. I love that I love the fact that Greg Street is on here. And then DJ Khaled comes on and you're like Oh, he was invited to this party yeah, too. That's yeah, interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. A lot of people can't despise Nipsey Hustle. Nipsey yeah, Hustle. Yeah. yeah, not a DJ, but I don't remember him being here. Me no. either. I don't. Do you remember being on the album? No, not it? at all. Not even a little bit. Like it, it, when I heard his voice, I was like, "Oh shit, that's him." Yo, he has a good verse. Yeah, yeah, man, that was a really good verse. Nipsey could always rap. Yeah, right. like, I don't know if maybe it took a while for people to just get to know him or whatever the case was, but I felt like he could always rap from the first time I heard. Him. I mean, that's a separate conversation about like how major labels really do like Elba Few and the yeah. Starlight. But yeah, I think with yeah, Nipsey, sure. he yeah. was always in. He was there. He yeah. was always there, but he was never in the spotlight all the time. Right. But mm-hmm. when I listen back to the album, and I like he got like the first verse. I throw your hood up. Yeah. I think so. So like hearing him. It took me to like, oh, this is where Thug is. This is where Tommy is. Mm-hmm. Like, Nipsey's like an OG to y'all. Yeah, yeah. You know, by the time this came out, he'd been here like four or five years. Yeah, the Double XL freshman cover had been several years prior. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to hear the story of how Nipsey ended up on this album. Actually, that's a very good question. Because, like, I know Nipsey would 
be in Atlanta a little bit. So maybe that's how it happened. But like, you know, I just wouldn't but have whose even. whose hand did you shake first? And how did Right. The... Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm Who very that... curious about like the six degrees of separation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where was those, where were the bridges at that the brought this? The dynamics of this relationship. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess like Quan and Thugger were way more likely. Because I guess w- the new Atlanta m- remix had been just prior to this, right? Yeah. Not too long before this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that makes sense. Um, but still, I don't know. I like that when like we're visiting this mixtape, it feels like a mixtape. Mixtapes don't feel this way no more. How do they feel now, yo? Like studio albums. Yeah. Yeah, like mm. you can hear the big budget, you can hear uh Leor in the background. Like like it feels, things. Yeah, it feels like an album. But like this was a mixtape. Yeah. TJs. Yeah. Even like some of the quality. I think this is one of the it was a turning point for Quan and Thug as far as quality goes. But still it's like there's some edges that it's like rough around. Like mm-hmm. it's not mm-hmm. ten out of ten, but it's a strong eight. Right. Yeah. It's a like it, it holds up to like it's a strong eight four or five years. Yeah. I was thinking about the sheer volume because um, in my car playing right now is maybe one of the last or the most recent, I should say, physical mixtapes I own. And that's yeah. the bankroll mixtape. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, yeah. So I have that in my car right now and it's a million tracks, but it's because you're playing it in the car. You're playing it during like a longer commute where mm-hmm. like anything that feels 20 minutes feels like a ripoff because you're like, God, I got to change this and I'm still driving. Right. Right. I feel like the tour part one is still like a byproduct of that era where it's like, Absolutely. you're not sitting your ass somewhere or like at least anywhere besides a car and like trying to listen to this, you know, yeah, like no. it's definitely before this era where anything past 20 mi- minutes feels like a burden on your time. It's like you want to tap in. Like you want to be there for this album because you want to hear progression. Like Thug and Quan were like two artists. I feel like we felt we're going to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like to me, this is why this is like drip harder in a way that like Baby mm. and Gunna had songs that were working. And it was just like when they dropped the collaboration tape at the perfect time, it felt like a moment. Yeah. Rich Gang felt like a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess I, I forgot about uh I forgot about Gunna and yeah. um Baby. And yeah. Baby. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. when I was talking earlier about the the two artists, that might be they might be really that that reincarnation of that thing. A very like, odd uh, chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, I think Rich Homie and Thug ushered in an era of weird chemistry. Because, like, Rich Homie is not Thug at all. Uh-uh. Yeah, no. no. cannot do what Thug does with his voice. But Rich Homie knows, like, he knows melodies. Right. He's yeah. also, like, an Atlanta rapper. When you listen to Rich Homie Kwan, you see Atlanta. For yeah, sure. that's what I love about this tape. When he's rapping, I see Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Thugs on another planet. Like he's, yeah, he's not an alien human. that came down to Atlanta. Like, yeah. oh, this is what y'all doing? All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I keep with y'all for a little while. He wasn't born here. He landed here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm for that. That's probably gonna be the quote that I use to promote this podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Landed having, in Jonesboro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm having a good week. But <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Dog. But <laughs> to to ask y'all a question, what are y'all highlights from this album five years later? 
flavor is still a highlight to me. Crazy. Because that was, so one of my uh, old coworkers, he doesn't work with us anymore, but he used to play this album to death in the office. Really? And he would always play the whole thing, but Flavor was like the first song I think that was like, made me look up from my computer like, what's that over there? <laughs> what, is, what is that you're listening to? Yeah. And I don't even know what it is because when I went back and listened to it now, at least those first like 10 records or so, a lot of them production wise sound similar with like small tweaks to me no, that, 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 that make they make them distinct. But there's like a lot of there's a thread running through like yeah. the, oh, for uh, sure. at least the first half of this album for sure but flavor is definitely one of those songs that if like if i hear a dj play that at a party i look up like oh you playing this joint like yeah, i don't know. know i didn't expect to hear this one tonight you know yeah you know yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. i don't expect and even you know i guess that's the other part of it too right like none of these songs went on to necessarily be hit records at least sure. not songs that i would describe as hit records because lifestyle ended up being the big hit yeah lifestyle was like the song and then yeah, it was kind of so like not to cut you off the weirdest part about this album is it's now on dsp oh yeah yeah like there's that there's that part hit. too how did y'all okay how'd y'all listen to this album today audio mac game audio mac yeah i all right so this is what it is <laughs> oh my God. you went down you this tell, alley you well no y'all got a blank disc well well no so i'll click the audio mac link but then i don't know what was going on, on my computer but the i thought i, I had you yeah but okay. i thought i had i thought something that happened to it because the times weren't on some of the tracks and I wasn't sure what it was, so uh, I was just, I, I think got. That, I think that's just audio, man. Probably is. Yeah. So, but I just do it on that piff. Like, let funny. me just go uh, on that piff and see what's on there. But I thought that piff doesn't have all the songs. Are they missing something on that piff? Let no, me see. No, no, no. For me, when I try to play on that piff, like the second half, they skip like four records. <gasps> yeah. Really? On okay. the app? Well, you listen to it on the website of the app. Okay. On the app. You play the whole thing straight through? Yep. It might be my phone. But I, but also, I don't know if I was missing songs because I wasn't even thinking about it. I think there was like yeah. 17 or Depends on how records. long you were listening for, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess then Because like that pill cut me short. Like tw I, I heard 12 songs. But like it's like, what, oh. 17? Yeah, yeah, yeah there are no, definitely more than 12 songs Yeah, yeah, on no, thing. I listened to... But like, it, yeah. de it depends on where you, like, if you're coming into it to hear it straight through. Oh, yeah. Right. No, for sure. Because that's sure. why I feel like Nipsey on Rip Your Hood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember him being on there because I usually only get through the first solo records of that big tape. Yeah, period. right. Yeah. Like, yeah. this was a reason to revisit the whole thing. And I was like, oh, Dempsey's on here. Top of the World's on here. The yeah. Thug, right. Rich, like, uh -huh. Rich Kids joint. Yeah. There's some records on here that you wouldn't get if you do not revisit the whole, whole thing. thing. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. For sure. It's a whole project. Right. Yeah. I revisited this through a stream on YouTube. Um, which I immediately came to regret because the first half only had like a couple ads here and there, but for whatever reason, for those for the second half, oh yeah, it was the algorithm kicked in. It was like, track. oh, you're still here. It was like I heard Nipsey skip, and it would be like the worst ads too, oh, yeah. like you know, promoting whatever uh, food Buy delivery this mattress. service. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Buy this meal prep. Buy these drugs You're that you don't trying need. Trying to get me to do some office organization shit. I'm like, oh yeah, alone. yeah, yeah, yeah. My yeah, office yeah, is fine. For sure. Thank you. For sure. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it was like the best worst way because I was just like, ugh, I could hear the whole thing, but it was definitely not what I'm accustomed to. 
I would like to hear more DJs incorporate some of these records though into their sets. I wish we had more records played. They got bangers. No, there's a lot of joints on here. You think about like you could go through a set. Yeah. And especially here. Now obviously, you know, it's gonna be different here than other places, but mm-hmm. like I would like to hear a Rich Gang set at El Bar. Yeah. Just, just give me like four records real quick. Yes. Let me know that this is still. Let y'all curate the shit so you can get paid off of it. But yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, maybe that's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna start being a DJ. That's the thing that everyone's doing. (laughs) Bro, I'm gonna start being a DJ just so I can go to El Bar and play a rich, uh, a a rich game, the tour set. Because I think with this album, we all have dreams. Everybody has dreams, and that is one of mine. Facts. No, no. I think with this album, anything else? If you came an event after it was released. For sure. I don't remember how I felt about Rich Homie Kwan and Young Thug before the album came out, mm-hmm. but now it's a thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thug can't do an interview without someone asking about Rich Homie Kwan. Yeah. Rich Homie Kwan can't do an interview without someone asking about Young Thug. Yeah. They're so far removed from it. It's five years. I know. Imagine being asked about something you did five years ago. Well, I mean, I had to. I had to ask Rich Homie Kwan what was going on with Rich Gang, and I felt sad the moment I did it. Yeah, because you know there's not a good answer that's coming behind it. Yeah, it's well, like Rich Homie Kwan answer. is uh, just brimming with optimism from the moment you start talking to him. Like he'll be grateful about absolutely anything and everything that kind of came his way. He told me about how he used to call So So Def's office every single day under different wow. aliases yeah. just to try to catch his attention <laughs> under different and shit aliases. like that. But when you when you bring up the bring up rich gang especially after i think gucci said something he yeah. tweeted something like i'll pay dollars? you like a hundred million yeah, dollars yeah, to, to put these two back yeah, together right, right, yeah, right. he was but just kind of turned down a million dollars this one knew it was over right oh, was oh right. for sure right. for sure he's like go to your lagoon okay yeah i don't need your million dollars <laughs> finished <laughs> finished but yeah that was the only time where he sort of deflated a little did bit. you guys right. read the uh fader piece i sent you yeah what's like the so there's a fader article that was released before um, the Rich Gang tour that never happened, that which never is promoted happened. throughout the entire tape. <laughs> There's a Rich Gang tour. But apparently tour. they had never even booked the venues to make it happen. They just announced dates That's, and venues. You know, the I'm venues were is, like, we have a hockey game going on that night. What are you talking about? This is the most shady release of all time. That's it very is true. so shady. Very true. Well, very th- Birdman-like. Well, it also makes me think that they just felt like, okay, maybe if we start a fire that we can yeah. pull this off on so the back end of it. That's I knew that when I saw Phillips Arena was a spot. Right. That's true. Because yeah. they, like, like, yeah, they, like, they weren't that big yet. Yeah. They weren't that big yet. You were all. like, how the hell? Yeah. hell are you going to get 25,000 people Y'all can't do this? Tabernacle. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all yeah. at center stage, maybe. Very mm-hmm. ambitious. Really, y'all at the loft. Right. But like, I'm not judging nobody. All I'm saying is, when I saw the way they were trying to perform, I was like, y'all were high. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that, or who are you bringing? Is Wayne yeah. coming with you? Like, yeah, like who's headlining? Because at the time, lifestyle was hot. Right. Yes, it was a huge record, but yes. it was not number one across the board. Like it wasn't the biggest song in the world. Nah. No. So when I saw that, but I, I brought up the fader piece because Rich Homie Kwan seemed so nice. Oh, he that is. The entire piece where he introduced him, uh, the photographer to Birdman as his best friend. That's what I knew. You just started whimpering. Because <laughs> uh, what I love about Rich Gang is the entire album to me sounds like a project about brotherhood, Aww. about togetherness, about camaraderie. And the fact that that did not happen yeah. hurts me every time I play yeah. it. Yeah. 
he that sounds fallout like, was tragic. And it happened so quickly. So quickly. Yeah. Is bullet is a like bullet is a fusion dance. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that is two people who are in sync. Yeah. You know, one another. That's a, exactly freestyle? Yeah. Freestyle doesn't have a name. It's just freestyle. It's just freestyle, right? Brotherhood. Yeah. Across the board. Like mm. those are two brothers in the booth together. Mm-hmm. Just passing a mic. Like here, you do it now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now you do it. You do that thing that you do. And, and they sound it. so excited. Two words. Rich gay. Like yeah. you felt it. Yeah. I thought this was gonna be a thing. I'm so disappointed it wasn't. And big boy, uh not big boy Andre yeah. Patton, big boy Radio. Power One Oh Shout out to Big 99, Boy, man. A legend. I'm Power way, LA. Yeah, but yes, the yeah. power station in LA. That We're Big not Boy, there. Big Boy's neighborhood. Legend. Um, we recently asked Thug about that, and Thug was like, no way. No way, not ever? Not ever. Why? He just, Whatever their violation was, he just felt like, he He's, was like, it's like I, Thug, and he played it diplomatically. He said, you know, I don't wish anything bad on him. I hope he does well, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But like us doing music, never. I really want to know how deep that gets into like TIG. And that's what I'm saying. I think it's a uh, real personal, whatever it is, I feel Lucci, like it must be very, very personal. I need a behind the music on Lucci that. Lucci and Quan got like a record or two together, mm-hmm. but they both were TIG at the same time. And I I want to say when Thug and Quan stopped like collaborating, a big part of what Quan's career move was trying to get out of that deal. Right. Oh, right yeah i think the paperwork oh, sure. had him tied up for a while for so sure i don't know what happened but like yeah like when you look at the trajectory afterwards doug's on a major quan's not from right, my right. Understanding, oh, right well at least yeah at that particular time he had a stint with motown for a second. yeah like a small stint but like progressive wise i think quan was the bigger artist at the time oh for mm-hmm. sure without question yeah like drake's on your album big yeah at the time but with Thug, he was so exciting. Mm-hmm. Thug was way more exciting. Yeah. But not just, he wasn't more exciting than Quan. He was more exciting than everybody. Everybody, yeah. Everyone intrigued by. Hookah was out uh, about the money, I, I believe it was out. Like, everything about Thug was exciting. Well, he was kind of like a critic's dream, like a journalist's dream to write about. He was. So that even yeah. if he didn't necessarily have, like, the chart hits to justify all the attention. He was still really exciting to talk about. To talk Absolutely. about, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he only got progressively more exciting to talk about as he started to really take but, on the Im- take think, on the images. I think Rich Gang is like the moment where Thug is like, I feel, as a journalist, you're excited about right. Gervonchi. Like when yeah. you hear that, when you hear that song, the intro, that song's five minutes. It's like. 13 verses. It's <laughs> yeah, yeah. They rap for a very long time. He does everything. It's almost like he put everything he was good at into one song. Mm. Mm. That's what I love about this album. Is like if you take everything great about Young Thug and Rich Homie Kwan mm-hmm. in one project, it's Rich Game. Everything great about them is in one project. Yeah. Well, here's a question I have because we, you know, we just talked about TIG record labels, and you mentioned Drake being on the album. Yes, sir. Why did this? Why did they not end up as Young Money? Mm-hmm. Instead, like, why? What was it that they were with Baby instead of with Wayne? Yeah, you want to be honest? That shooting of the tour bus on Wayne. Yeah, remember guy. that? Because remember, Take Care came out. The Wayne Thug song was already out prior to that, I right. believe. Yeah, I think it, I think that's how the timeline. And Thug did an interview. With, I think I saw. 
I don't know if he did an interview with Genius, but I saw Genius had uh, reported what he had said about Wayne, just about like he said he think Wayne was a little not necessarily like not embraceive of him, but mm. like Wayne was mm-hmm. like, oh. Uh, I, I've been hating on this kid for so long. I'm not gonna. I'm not going to embrace him. Right. Right. And you can tell Thug does the opposite. Thug embraces everybody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I I don't agree with that, but I do believe they did that record. Wayne has his issue with Young Money. Mm-hmm. Oh, with Cash Money. My bad. He has right. an issue with Cash Money, and then the shooting happens. Yeah. Yeah. Right, where There's, Young Thug gets implicated. Right. There's no way. There's no way after that. We're point. good after this. Was Game I'm, of Thrones out at this point? Because this was preceding Game it of Thrones too. Been, bro. It should have been on Game of Thrones. It been on Game of Thrones. For I sure. can't wait so I can write my Greek tragedy about Lil <laughs> Wayne. Lil Wayne is a Greek tragedy all the way through. Like oh. his entire life, he's been his entire betrayed life. by three fathers. Mm-hmm. That's Shakespeare. Yeah, all across yeah. the board. Like his father, his born father left him. Mm-hmm. His stepfather died baby betrayed him Absolutely. three fathers that is a greek tragedy mm. but to bring thug into like imagine having a son right who your father that betrayed you is raising is, is, is putting his arm around and saying listen man psychologically that's insane that's a like, lot that's yeah. just a lot to deal with that's why like, i wish wayne embraced thug but i get why he didn't yeah, I very really want to see I read this Greek tragedy story. Now. Yeah, no, no, I'm no totally I got you. I'm telling you, you need to take yeah. a couple years off. Get yeah. your deal first. Get y'all your agent. Y'all get your deal. Understand. I'm just trying to get the bag to do the. Real <laughs> I'm trying to do. This podcast is nothing but ideas. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah, is, yeah. this is a very rich podcast. So it's a brain trust. <laughs> Yo, I'm saying. Yeah, but just but like, how yeah. much bigger would have? Thug and Quan Ben, if it was Thug, Quan, Drake, Nikki, and Wayne. What? Okay, first of all, let's let's stop real quick. Okay. Little Wayne as an artist introduced us to Drake and Nikki, the yeah. two biggest rappers following him. If you follow those two up with Rich Homie Quan and Young Thug, Young Money Dynasty is insane. Yeah, they do they might do something totally unprecedented. Like it might be Young Money over Rockefeller. Like Honestly, this and how that I, sounds crazy, but like if but you I had, get it. but yeah, no, but if I you get had it. those we're five, talking, we're talking about stats, yeah, ratios too. Yeah, you're talking about sure. taking down for Death sure. Row, taking down Rockefeller, and taking down Bad Boy. You can like, fight like, all you know, of us. I'm talking about the loyal year. Yeah, yeah, Everyone come out like the yeah. It would be the Game of Thrones for real. There would be some real like Lannisters, Tyrells, like some shit would be going on. I say this kind of biasly. Dreamville getting J.I.D. Mm-hmm. and Earth Gang is Drake and Nicki. We're talking about like talent. Right. Talent. Okay. Like we're signing talent, not just signing like that's like Memphis Bleak was Jay's homie. You was on the block. Like you right. my dog. But I'm talking about you go outside yourself and sign somebody. That's like Jay signing uh, Kanye from Chicago. Like when you reach out and pull somebody up like that, you make magic every time. Yeah, man. Every time, yeah, yeah, no. If if you if you add rich gang to young money, it's a rat. You have a dynasty. Yeah, you're, that's you're, five yeah. rings, yeah. bro. That's five rings. Yeah. And it would have been a poetic shit. too because it would have felt like a familial dynasty also because we talked about how like Home, Tommy Kwan and the Young Thug are like Lil Wayne's sons. And imagine yeah. if they were all to come together mm-hmm. like that, princes. Uh, yes, princes like, among kings and exactly, queens. Exactly. And, yeah. Y'all watch Dragon Ball Z, right? No. 
No, you never saw Dragon Ball Z. I I've, I've only seen, seen Dragon Ball Z, but I I've seen part of it when it was like a slapstick comedy. But if you're talking about the rage and the yeah, no, no. I mean, honestly, you don't have to see it. But I call Olu and a uh, great from Earth Gang. I call them Freezer and Cell. The form of Freezer that you see standing before you is not what he really is. It's just a clever camouflage. He can transform to his real self at any time. He just uses his form to conserve energy. Oh, you rude little ruffian. Please. I don't choose my real form because my power is too radical to control. <laughs> that to me. Mike appreciates yo, yeah, that yo, joke, and that's like, all that matters. That's you hit your target audience. <laughs> I think I think <laughs> and Young Thug is freezing himself. Where like trans like they can transform into so many different forms. Yeah. But they have such a core. Yeah. And what they do well. And that's what we love. Like we love what the core is. Yeah. But that like for 18 songs they never stopped being entertained this one song i don't like soldier is yeah like, but oh. even but even then it wasn't like that mad yeah, that's a skip to me it it's fine. like it's like it's like a blemish on a beautiful face i like, thought dj Khaled was a blemish but that's fine Nah, i was, I was glad Khaled was there because like when you hear greg street you're like oh they got everybody yeah well like greg street is close to all of our hearts yeah but when he you makes bring, sense but when you bring Khaled in to me that also says like even if you're not close to our hearts like you got everybody Sure. Like, everybody's on this mixtape. Yeah, it was like a taste. It was like a tastemaker's. It is. This like, is a critic social. album, bro. This is for review. Yeah. Like, if you want it, like this is eight point on Pitchfork. This is a great one list. I wish I did a one list review for this because uh-huh. it would have been amazing. I yeah. lost my mind. War is ready. Yeah. yeah. Is incredible. And plus, there's an ad on there for what the pink print. What did they say Drake, was coming up? Views from the six. Yeah. Views from the six. And five years ago, and that album didn't still yeah. come out for another like nah. four years. <laughs> no, the crazy part is, it's just called Views now. Like it was yeah. so yeah, long yeah, yeah. that the it, title yeah. changed. They was like, now it's <laughs> who, just. Who was the DJ that said the, the wrong name? Well, think, listen, like, man. Well, we were talking before we hopped on the mic about how like these artists have to create these records so far ahead of time because you never know, like. You have Absolutely. to create stuff a year in advance, two years in advance, because sometimes that's how long it takes to get a campaign together or whatever. Yeah, you but never like, know how long you're going to have to sit yeah. on the record. Before. So, I mean, this DJ could have been recording this shit in 2010 for all we know. That's true. The cool part is the fact that they, they wanted DJ drops. Right. You know what I'm like, I love Because, you know, usually with a mixtape, if you do a gangster girl with drama, you only get drama drops. So, you do a uh, mixtape mm-hmm. with Scream, you get Scream drops. Mm-hmm. They went to every DJ. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, that's how you know it was supposed to be a thing. Yeah, and not for nothing. I mean, everybody. that's not a bad strategy to. Uh, it's actually genius to endear DJs to play your records, saying, oh, "Hey, sure. we like you to come and be a part of this tape." Mm-hmm. And you know, we're putting everybody on it from you know city to city. Like, that's not a bad. Is is actually genius. Yeah. yeah, and that's the funny part is the the tour they promoted the entire time that did not happen. That didn't happen the whole time. It's like janky promoters, but it worked. Bro, it's a <laughs> myth. Like there was some jankiness. I don't even know if there was a promoter. To be honest with you, <laughs> no, some intern drafted up a dream list of dates, and then somebody hit send, and it was. It's like, like here we go. Now <laughs> this is gonna happen. This is gonna happen now. Speaking into existence at Phillips Arena. Yeah. Yeah. They try to finesse it into existence. I'm not mad. Wait, <laughs> finesse it into existence. Yeah, they try to finesse it into. Oh existence. my god. Sound like a true scammer. <laughs> some real scammers. <laughs> some real scammer shit right there. Yeah. Oh my god. All I all I got is that thinking about like the little baby and gonna project, 
I thought maybe what if that was the Disney remake version? Like basically, like I'm thinking about the Lion King, how like they got every little hair on there now. Yeah. But then you think about the original Lion King, and it's like maybe it's not like HD. But this version is a little bit more. But endearing. this is the one that felt more. You felt, felt it more. Was I felt more. the love tonight. Yeah, in the, in the animated version. As so, opposed so, to drip harder is a live action version of Rich Gang. Correct. Mm. I, I love that's that the way take. I'm gonna put it, and that's my uh, final thought. I like I like that take. I like that take a lot because I don't disagree. I never saw live action, but I love drip harder. But I also can recognize how drip harder just does well with. Rich Gang has yeah, done. what they were doing already. Yeah, yeah. prior, right. It's like right. they already have the source material. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, no samples. And it goes back into not being on DSP. Like, I don't know if this is going to be one of those, like, gems of the underground. That just lives yeah, in these spaces. It's not in DJ's uh, cycles. Like, DJ's aren't playing these records. DJ's aren't playing the records. It's not on DSP. Thug and Rich Homie never going to get back together. That's how I feel right now. Right. Mm-hmm. How does this thing survive? How does Rich Gang survive this after? podcast? I mean, yeah, we're great. We're amazing. <laughs> With a memorial. Shout out, shout out to us. But like, not beyond. Like, yeah, but this. no, but yeah. How do you how do you continue I, to let people? Know I think about, about stuff like my niece is eight months, so when she's turned eight, how you how are you gonna find Rich Gang? Like how? Because you don't know what that piff is, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you have no clue what the access points are so how are you going to find this thing that's a good point we need crate digging for mixtapes facts we yeah, do pretty much. i know that's no cap we really do mm-hmm. well yeah i mean at some point somebody's gonna have to figure out a way to i mean i guess that piff is you know i guess that's what they've been doing to a certain extent yeah, but it's sure. definitely gonna have to be some type of mixtape but it's like there's gonna have to be some I guess um, unanimous source of like this is where everyone is gonna go and this is where you can find. But see, that's what the blogs were, and I think right. the issue was when the blog transitioned to the streaming area. We did not have a central location for anything. Well, nobody ever thought it was gonna end either, right? Like, no, no one you thought the land of milk and honey was just gonna be that forever. Ever, yeah. like you, you never, I never tell. saw the feds coming. I remember the first time I heard about that, I was like, the feds, yeah. like the feds, the feds. The mm-hmm. biggest, like when All Smash got shut down and All Smash came back, I was like, damn, yeah, I got jammed up, and you came back to the spot. Like, imagine the block is high, you came back and to you the came block back to sell more drugs to on the more same drugs corner, on the same corner. Some real Marlon. That's Stanford. when I knew. <laughs> that's when I knew the block era was forever and it was gonna end. Yeah. But on Smash, like as soon as I saw it, them Ill Roots, two dope boys, uh, not right, amazing websites, but they did not transition beyond being blogs beyond posting music mm-hmm. and there's a space for that but the biggest issue is the consumer and the audience requires something else from yeah. you that yeah. you cannot just give them and yeah. uh, rich gang to meet the album the project is in between there where the blogs intersect but also the streaming era and everything else crosses over i mean hopefully Hopefully there'll be some sort of um, renaissance <laughs> where Man, I hope so. Where there will be a, a, a place where uh, Young Thug gets what he's supposed to get 
and people go back and look at albums like this and say like, okay, he's put out a lot of work. Cause it, Young Thug is gonna get to the point where he's gonna have like as many projects as currency. I <laughs> hope, I actually way. hope that, so. That, that day is coming, it's just a matter of time before he has. How you guys <laughs> feel about Thug's progression? I feel like he's kind of coming down to earth a little bit. Yeah. I feel like with so much fun, he like figured out what people liked and then he kind of gave it to them. Mm. But the thing is, we're at a point where we are fluent and thug now. Right. Absolutely. And that's what so much fun sort of reflects. Yeah. That we're fluent and thug now. I think because the, the obsession used to be over like the fact that we can't can't understand him how do we figure it out how do we yeah. figure it out but in revisiting rich gang that's what struck me the most i was like oh i understand this language now. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. I guess, well, that's well, good that's actually a really good way that, to put that it. is the greatest because observation it, of like i've heard it's, in a long time. it's not that it doesn't sound exciting and it doesn't sound like intriguing anymore but to know to understand it listening to it in retrospect makes it feel different yeah it's like That's i guess it. I, I guess it's like learning like you could take like spanish in high school and then you go to spain and but it's you, like oh i can not, not I can to cut you now. off i think what christina made me realize before i i didn't know this about thug but he was so alien like he was weird mm-hmm. and like as weird as you can he was like the kid at the lunch table that's sitting by himself wearing like the hot topic gear <laughs> kind of like yo. i think hot topic might have been basic for thug honestly if yo, he said nah, that he was shopping nah, nah, in the nah, junior nah. section like, hot Topic's like, like oh that's new ninth shit. grade 12th grade thug i don't know where he was shopping yeah there's no telling <laughs> what he was going grade, on at that point you could just tell like oh he's goth yeah but like with thug that's what was fun about him early on was like oh you're different yeah but now it's like you've been so different for so long you're regular well, let's be clear <laughs> like that's, that's, Yo, that's exactly what I was going to say. All like, the kids on the album. He's a son, but he has sons now. Everyone's on, everyone but Side Baby is on the album. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Every every <laughs> thug kid is on the album but Side Baby. Like, honestly, like, you got everybody mm-hmm. on here. And they sound amazing. Yeah. Like, oh, you raising your kids right. Like, I feel good. <laughs> like, I want to give Thug a Father's well, I mean, Day to, to, card. To, like, call back to our last episode, like, that's part of what I loved about Roddy Rich balling. Yeah, absolutely. Is that, he, to me, that is a Rich Gang, the tour record. Man. Like, uh, it, it, it embodies Roddy. all of it. And it, all his vocal intonations and the melody, it's a thousand percent Young Thug. Yeah, Roddy Rich is Rich Gang in LA. Earth Gang is Rich Gang in Atlanta. Right. Like, you can find different cities in where Rich Gang exists in. Mm-hmm. Just you know cherish them while they're here and not before they disband. Yeah, but we, I think we, <laughs> really, be any day we now. really believe they were going to be together. I think that's like the worst part. Like, yeah. I, I remember, I don't remember how I felt when I first heard the tape, but I remember when I first heard they were going to break up. I was like, why? Yeah, for what? Like, what are y'all doing? The world. Well, I remember when they said it was like, the next outcast and then the tour part one was like well maybe you want to like not outcast in the sense of outcast but as a duo from atlanta there's only so much you can do yeah (laughs) they did everything you could do in one project man and i was like that's what drip harder is like it's just like oh y'all came together and Mm -hmm. did everything you could i'm not saying everything's perfect but you did so many things not wrong Right, you got eighteen right. songs. Y'all avoided a lot of mistakes. So sure, I'll give you Outcast, fine. But you gotta give me something else. Like you gotta give me <laughs> another project. Y'all give me like two, three more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll never get it. Like I, I yeah. honestly, Doug is serious. Yeah, no, the look on his face when he said never, I believe him. 
I, I, I we think should that, believe thugs. Yeah, it felt like in the in the I'm same okay way that in the same way that Gucci and Jeezy will never probably do anything together. I felt like that kind of energy coming off thug. Like, nah, it's not yeah. happening. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I I, I want to be a one off. Like, I want to make something so great I can drop it off and leave. And that's it. This and that's it. Game, the tour part one, I think, is so good. So good mind. it didn't technically need a part two. Nah, I don't think we ever need Rich Homie Quan and Young Thug to speak to each other ever again. If they ever did it, it to me, it felt like a cash grab. It'd be fan service. You're right. Man, Jai, so <laughs> eloquently loves to say. But I would prefer if they just never did it again. Like, this is all we have. And we get a chance to yeah. talk about this in yeah. five years, 10 years, 20 yeah. years, 25 years, 45 years. Right, in an age of endless sequels, it's nice to get something that can stand alone. Bars. That's just a one thing. <laughs> Talk your shit, Christina. Man. Yes. Well, we appreciate you listening to the Something to Say podcast produced by Michael Saba out here in the SWATs. If you would like to throw a couple dollars our way, head over to patreon.com slash something to say. We appreciate y'all, and uh, we'll see y'all on the next go-round. <laughs>